basically, if you want to gain weight, then go on a diet. Welcome to episode four of Vitality Mindset Made Simple, where we take the stress out of being healthy. I'm your host, Dr. Debbie Osment, and I sincerely thank you for joining me. In today's podcast, we're going to explore three super simple mindset shifts that can propel sustainable weight loss. Now, the key there is sustainable because basically, if you want to gain weight, then go on a diet. I mean, the weight loss industry uh, is estimated at over $75 billion a year. Now, that's billion with a B, and it's projected to grow steadily at at least 3% more each year. So so millions and millions of people are dieting, uh, and two out of three Americans are overweight, and more than one in three are obese. So so serious, dieting is clearly not the answer. Um, dieting is stressful, and we know that it contributes to weight gain. It reminds me of a scene in The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. It's one of those classic C.S. Lewis lines that uh, just make so much sense in so many different situations. So Mr. Uh, Tumnus is, is talking, and he says, yeah, it's winter here in Narnia, and it has been for so long. It's always winter, but it's never Christmas. And I think that's how a lot of people feel when they try a diet, they they get their hopes up, and then once again, they have uh, they experience failure. And experiencing failure is so stressful and and just so hard on people. But even more than that, the average person gains about 11 pounds for every diet that they go on. Uh, they, they might lose fat, but they also lose muscle. So when they regain the weight, they gain back all fat. Uh, and muscle burns seven times as many calories as fat, so their metabolism gets slower the more uh, they diet and is much slower once they finish the diet than when they started the diet. So the cruel fact is that if you keep doing this, you're going to have to eat fewer calories to maintain the same weight. And and life is short and life can be glorious. It should not be uh, fraught with always having to worry about everything you're putting in your mouth. So you don't just enroll in a diet program and then experience sustainable weight loss and everything's great. No, that doesn't happen. If diets really worked, there would not be so many diets out there. So for sustained weight loss, you really have to get your mindset right first. You have to accept that diets don't work. You have to uh, think about the root word of diet. I mean, it's die. And and what people do so often is they they make whatever they're having to give up into the forbidden fruit. So all day long, they think about what they can't have rather than what they can have and and, and what they want to feel like. So we, we've established that diets actually make you gain more weight in the long term uh, than you would have if you didn't diet just based on losing fat and muscle and then regaining fat. But researchers in England have also found another reason that that happens. They've tracked the feeding habits of of animals, different kinds of animals, and they've they've withheld food from 
animals, and then they've later given them plenty of food. What they were doing is is creating an uncertain food supply. So what they found is that the animals would overeat when the food again became available. The animals generally, uh, really kind of across the board, uh, ate even though they were full and they, and even though they were putting on weight. So the scientists believed that that this uncertain food supply was convincing their brain that they would they needed to be prepared for a long period of famine. I mean, it's sort of just a survival mechanism, like we talked about in a previous podcast. We are wired to survive. So if food is scarce, then when food becomes available, we're just going to uh, overeat. They summed up their findings by saying, our model predicts that the average weight gain for dieters will actually actually be greater than for those who have never dieted. So their study found that diets really just teach your brain to store more fat each time you come off the diet. So the best diet is no diet, but it's good habits. And that starts with a change in mindset. So I'm going to talk about three simple things to shift your mindset uh, today. Number one is going to be focusing on um, hydration in order to avoid dehydration hunger. The second thing we're going to talk about is is, um, how you can change how you eat before you change what you actually eat. And the third thing is what I like to call addition for subtraction. And that's adding in some key foods before you start uh, eliminating foods. So, so let's think about hydration. There is something so real that is known as dehydration hunger. Often when you're dehydrated, your body is giving you a hunger signal um, because your, your liver is, is signaling that you, that you need food. And, but you, you really are craving is water. You may grab at some tasty, salty, sugary snack, but your body's really just trying to survive and, and telling you that it needs water. Dehydration will zap your energy and is a major cause of, of fatigue, especially that early afternoon f- fatigue. And it also makes you crave salt. So, so, you know, when you crave salt, at least when I crave salt, I don't, you know, reach for an apple or, or something that's a, that's a pretty good choice. It's, a, it's real food. I grab a bag of chips or just something that later I think that, that probably uh, wasn't the best thing to choose. So researchers estimate that, um, that like almost 75% of Americans are probably dehydrated. So, so the first strategy is to start with a glass of water when you feel hungry. In my functional medicine master's program, the recommendation was to aim for drinking one half of your body weight in ounces. So if you weigh 150 pounds, that means that generally you want to uh, drink about 75 ounces of water. Now, this is not a legalistic place. This is an estimate. This is an ish. So 75-ish ounces of water a day will help you feel good. And you're going to know how you feel. That's the key that you can try that will result in weight loss is to change how you eat before you change what you eat. Now, this can really sound too simple to be true, but I promise it really, really works. So basically, there's going to be some simple things to do. 
take some deep breaths when you sit down at the table. This is going to help get your body into the relaxation response so that it's ready to receive food. So often people you know, eat through a window, driving down the road, standing up, doing 20 things at once. And and that stressful stance is not a good way to digest food. In fact, one of the very first things I teach people is to is to sit down to eat. I mean, it sounds so simple, but sitting down to eat will help you eat about 15% fewer calories at least. So, so changing how you eat before what you eat is uh, taking some deep breaths before you start eating, uh, eating more slowly. So think about putting your fork down between bites. Uh, it really, really works. And then also chewing your food until it's almost liquid. And I'm not saying this to be, to, you know, chew it till it's gross. Chew, I mean, enjoy it, but you're going to enjoy it more if you give it 20 or so bites. I mean, it depends on what it is. Chewing is absolutely, uh, starts the first stage of digestion. It gives your your stomach time to to think, okay, food's coming, and then your brain's going to need time to know uh, what digestive uh, enzymes and what hormones to release, and, and it really works. It's really funny. Back in the 1800s, there was a guy named F- Horace Fletcher, and he was considered to be an American food fattest. Now, he argued that food should be chewed until it was thoroughly liquefied before it was swallowed, and he earned the name the Great Masticator. I don't think I want that name, the Great Masticator, but uh, he called this chewing Fletcherizing your food because his name was Horace Fletcher. And he said, uh, this is his quote. This is hilarious. Uh, Nature will castigate those who don't masticate. So I had to look up the word castigate. It's not a word that I use, and, it, and that means to like severely punish or correct. But, you know, he had a lot right because when people chew on the go, chew when they're stressed, swallow their food whole, then it's not getting digested and if and if uh, there's not adequate time for the body to have the 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 right enzymes they're ready to break it down, then it can result in all kinds of gut problems. So there's a heck of a lot of truth to that. We might just call it osmotize your food, chew, you know, chew it in twenty bites or so, and uh, and don't let it be stressful. But it really really works. So you're going to take some deep breaths. You're going to put your fork down after each bite. And you're going to chew till your food is pretty much liquid. And you're going to enjoy it more. Uh, it's You're going to see that you're the last one finished. It's Another key here, I think, is just to not have any... Um, stressful conversations when you're at the meal. You're going to you just want to enjoy your food more. You want to enjoy your life more. That's going to that's how you um, nurture vitality. So you're going to get hydrated. You're going to uh, slow down on your eating. And the third thing to try to change uh, for sustained weight loss is addition before subtraction. Now, we talked in episode three about the importance of a daily good bowel movement. I, I told you about uh, Dr. Dennis Burkett, whom I just 
Uh, he's one of my favorite dead guys, and he he has written so many good things. So I want to expand on that. Uh, just adding adding real food fiber to your daily eating is a great way to get your to get your body losing weight. I mean the the plant food that have the plants, the vegetables, uh, the fruits have natural prebiotics that feed the beneficial bacteria in your gut. Now, this will curb your hunger and it will just nurture those good bacteria. I have seen this over and over again that when people just have more fiber, start having a daily good bowel movement, they feel better. Just like we said last week, you know, when somebody's not pooping, they are. They are literally full of it, and they don't feel good. And when you don't feel good, you don't, you don't, you just want to have sugar, salt, and fat, fatty foods. You you can't, you don't have any leftover reserves to uh, to think about what you're eating. So I want to tell you a true story of one of my long term dental patients. Uh, I'm going to call her Mary in case she's listening. That's not her real name. But one day I'd been seeing her for years, and one day as she headed out the door, she she said, "Hey." Debbie, I am having these mid-afternoon headaches that the only thing that relieves this, these headaches are, are food, and I'm craving salty foods, and, and I'm gaining weight. Well, Mary had told me earlier in her appointment that she had been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes and was had started taking metformin to help her control her blood sugar. Well, interestingly, metformin is a, a well-known cause of low-level dehydration. So, you know, even low-level dehydration can cause a lot of funky changes in your body. It it's that chronic unintentional dehydration that can mimic so many diseases. So, so we know that low-level dehydration feels like hunger and so I explained to Mary that she she could just do these three simple things. Uh, these really work. So I I asked her to start drinking more water. You know, start low and go slow. Uh, just have water to sip and kind of keep track of it and and work her way up to half of her body weight in ounces. I also advised her to chew more slowly and put her fork down and to not eat standing up, just to um, to enjoy. If she was going to eat it, enjoy it. That's the thing. So many times people go on a diet and they 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 eat something that they feel guilty about. So they just eat it too fast. And But if you're going to eat it, enjoy it. And I also tell people, if you don't like it, don't eat it. If it doesn't taste good, don't eat it. That's that's not sustainable. You, you know, this is life. There are there are lots of good common sense ways to uh, create vitality and and move yourself toward health that are not stressful. So, and then I had her just start eating, you know, adding some real food fiber to her day. I mean, things like um, I have a fiber list, and it's actually going to be linked in the show notes. It was linked in episode three also, but it's a, it's 40 fiber rich foods. And I have the, the grams of fiber uh, in there. And it's very, very interesting to keep track of what you're eating and just get that number uh, increased. You'll, you'll see that you feel so much better. So it, the story has a super happy ending. I mean, Mary's headaches started to diminish. The water gave her more pep and um, her craving started 
decreasing. I mean, she had more uh, just mental capacity to make better choices. And she started losing weight without dieting. Well, when she lost weight and had less belly fat, then her inflammation went down and her blood sugar improved. I mean, it's it's that slow weight loss, just one or two pounds a month, that's really sustainable. And, and it doesn't leave you feeling like everything you want is the forbidden fruit. I mean, this is a really smart lifestyle strategy that doesn't leave you feeling uh, deprived. It really, really works. So in summary, diets do not work if you want to gain weight, just go on a diet. I mean, it's proven. You might gain about 11 pounds for every diet you go on. Uh, shifting your your mindset, your weight loss mindset, actually results in sustained uh, loss of pounds and all the time you're feeling better. So remember the turtle won the race. I think this is exactly the turtle in the hair. The turtle won the race. And when it comes to vitality, pretty much the turtle wins the race. So the three strategies to remember, focus on hydration, change how you eat before you change what you eat, and incorporate more real food fiber into your day. Nobody has a a metamucil deficiency, but lots and lots of people are suffering from constipation and real food fiber will help you deal with that. Eat what you like. I hope that C.S. Lewis is not rolling over in his grave with a comparison of dieting to the story of the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe. But I think dieting can be the same the same story. It's always always winter, but it's never Christmas. People just need to find success. It doesn't always have to be something difficult. So thanks for joining me. Um, a vitality mindset makes makes life so much better. It's all about finding simple strategies that are not stressful that you can slowly incorporate into your life. Really start with the easiest thing first. Start with one small change. Make the smallest possible change at a time. That's that's when you really see it see it work. Uh, remember, we don't want to be normal. Normal means conforming to the regular pattern, the usual, the typical. And 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 what is normal? Normal's dehydrated, irritated, constipated, frustrated, overscheduled, scheduled, overstimulated. Normal is undernourished, underrested, and totally stressed out. You know, think about the things in our world that are normal, financial debt, anger's normal, gossip's normal. We don't want to be normal. We want to avoid normal because normal is not brimming with vitality, but you can be brimming with vitality. So keep listening to Vitality Mindset Made Simple. Um, I really appreciate that you're joining me. Please uh, subscribe and, and give me a five-star review to help uh promote this. In the next episode, we're going to talk about cancer as related to environmental toxins. Uh, You know, cancer is the number two killer in the United States, and it has been for decades. But that's the rate of mortality. Uh, Another thing that we have to consider is morbidity. That's the the decrease in health span. That's the um, the years that people don't feel good, that they're spending their money going to doctors, losing uh, the ability to do things they enjoy. And morbidity is super important, um, as is 
mortality. So this is something you're going to want to know about. There's going to be loads of practical advice. And I'm going to share with you my own recent cancer diagnosis. So subscribe and share. Thanks for joining me. Blessings until then. Bye-bye.